The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob and Chez Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week Halloween is just around the corner So visit BubbleGenius.com and pick up their Bath-O-Lantern Pumpkin Shea Butter Soap So good you'll want to eat it Their Jack-O-Lantern Soap is colored and scented with real pumpkin With the added punch of clove essential oil to make it pumpkin pie Shea butter makes it extra luxurious. Only $6 at BubbleGenius.com. But if you use our promo code Bob and Chez, that's B-O-B-A-N-D-C-H-E-Z, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA and covering the whole wide world, this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Right on! With Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. Mr. you are acting like a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. I am an anchor man. You are not a man. You are a big fat joke. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Well, you have bad hair. What did you say? I said your hair looks stupid. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Wrong. (laughs) It is Tuesday, September 27, 2016, and this is the Bob and Chez Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob Seska, and that is Chez Pazienza sitting right over there. Hello. Hi. Wrong. <laughs> Gonna interrupt you all day uh, with this. Wrong. God, please. Wrong. <laughs> We're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you need a lawyer, better call Bo or just go to uh, thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chez or click the link on the podcast page. <clears throat> Get free legal advice. Okay. I've been up uh, super early. Wrong. Oh, I have been. Uh, seriously. Getting all of the audio clips together. I basically went through the entire debate a second time. And uh, Why did you do that? Why did you put yourself through that? <laughs> so good. It was so good. It was so good. Once you get past that first uh, 10 minutes about trade, which I don't know what the hell Hillary was talking about, which you trumped up trickle down. I think that was the, the phrase, and I'm going, and I, we were texting back and forth, Jez, and we're going, oh my God, what, what, what's going on? What is this? No, 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 <laughs> no. Wrong. Right, because all, as, as you said, all he had to do was stand there and not f- up. Yeah. And, and for <laughs> a short time, he was really doing that. Wrong. Yeah, that's what had me, I mean, I'm still, look, you know, 
and I'm, I'm not going to throw cold water on this, but I agree that that she won. Yeah. But uh, but I but I don't think that it was the the massive humiliating defeat it needed to be, like you said, and you were the one who said it. You know, you said it in one of your pieces where it's it's he has she has to just obliterate him. What? She has to call him out and make him say something that is horrific. You know, make him make him do what he wants. You know, put Jessup on the stand and lead him right where he wants to go. Well, I mean, by all accounts, I mean, this ought to have been just a, a, a trouncing. I mean, this is how I was looking at this debate and I'm going and I'm based upon uh, all of the other debates I've watched in my entire life. And just based on his behavior alone, not to mention the fact that Hillary Clinton was actually really, really strong last night. She after, was good. After that first 10 minutes, it, w- it wasn't just what I was concerned about, which was just Trump effing it up from beginning to end. It was also Hillary Clinton, I think, uh, you know, hitting a home run. And I think that was uh, that was quite evident after the first couple of minutes. And one, especially once Donald Trump's cocaine started to kick in, yeah. that was it. I mean, it was it was game over for him because he just kept it was it started subtly and then it kept going. And I'm not sure if all of the networks had the permanent split screen because I've seen some clips today where they were cutting back and forth between the two. I think Bloomberg had some cuts back and forth and they didn't you, have you the split needed, screen. You needed the split screen. So you needed yes. the image of Trump at all times drinking water and sniffing and, sniffing. you know, rocking back and forth on his feet and just basically being Trump. Yeah. Uh, Trump, Trump, Trump to the nth degree. The the sniffing was just absolutely insane. Of course, then we were, uh, we were treated today, thank you, Internet, to a variety of sniffing supercuts. Here's a little bit of that. But perhaps we'll be talking about that later. So many hundreds and hundreds of companies are doing this. We cannot <laughs> let it that our country needs. Our country's in deep trouble. I'm, I'm worried we about it. I think, what uh, do- I think he might, uh, I think he might be sick or have a cocaine problem. Yeah, I think so. I think we need to. Uh, is, why is there no health disclosure if he's got yeah. some sort of strange cold that causes him to sniff for we need two to, hours? We need to go talk to his uh, talk to his doctor, Brent Spiner from <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> right, Doctor Giggles. Go ask Doctor Giggles. He'll come up with something good. So, oh no, no problem. He just does that. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> he's the healthiest president to ever be the president running for president. Gotcha. Those, those are healthy sniffles. This, those yeah. are healthy sniffles. Wrong. <laughs> No, but I mean, seriously, I mean, I was wondering, first of all, I, I was thinking, oh, well, okay, he's got some sort of cold. And then I'm thinking, right. why hasn't he disclosed this information? Then you're thinking cancer. And and then, <laughs> and then I'm thinking, oh, my God. And, and I'm putting two and two together. He's sniffing like this, and he's behaving. I mean, look, if you've never spent time with a man on cocaine... Now, after you're watching that debate, now you have. That's exactly I, what I it's spent, like. I spent quite a bit of time with a man on cocaine because I can't actually separate myself from myself. <laughs> but that, that's what it's like, isn't it? I mean, you get on cocaine and, and you're interrupting. You can't wait. The thing about cocaine is you can't wait until the other person is done talking so you can jump in and say whatever the hell you want to say. And that's, yeah. that's a big part of it. And, and he was interjecting and interrupting and yelling and sniffing and drinking water and smacking his lips and the tongue was right. darting I in and out. I think he's totally on cocaine. I mean, you know, I have no way to verify that. I don't know. I wasn't in the bathroom stall with him. <laughs> people people <laughs> yeah. tell me. I've heard. Him and uh, Uday and Kuse are in the bathroom before the debate just <laughs> sniffing up half of Columbia. You know they're you know they're they're going to bring back the eighties in so many different ways. Oh yeah, and that's exactly it. But I mean that's that's the read. I mean if you want an overall read of what uh, Donald Trump was like in in the debate last night, 
It was absolutely, it was Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump on cocaine. Wrong. And, and to me, that's, that's everything you got to know. Because everything that followed was just a disaster. I mean, just an utter disaster. And whether or not this actually bears out as far as the polls go, that's another story. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the, the truly frustrating part of all of this. Because, I mean, was everyone watching the same debate we were watching? I, I certainly think so. I mean, by all rules. I and mean, again, this has been sort of the narrative I've been developing recently, which is that the candidates are being held to two separate rules. If the same rules for all other presidential candidates were applied to Donald Trump's performance last night, his campaign for president should by rights be over. Well, dude, come on. His campaign for president should by by rights be over uh, by a, a times of a thousand. Yeah, it should have been over a month ago. It should ago. have been over forever ago. But I mean, now we're in the serious business. I mean, this is where last night... Like it or not, this is where a lot of undecided voters, a lot of swing voters first started following the election. They've been reading, they've been seeing little headlines here and there, some things popping up on their Facebook feeds, kind of a cursory view of what's happening. They know it's Trump and they know it's Hillary Clinton. But last night, that's the first time they really dialed in to see what this Trump thing is all about. And that's what they saw. They saw about 10 minutes of somewhat composure. There was even a couple of times where Trump said, well, I actually agree. I actually agree with Hillary, crooked Hillary. And and but then the rest of it was just yelling, more yelling at the world, just yelling, interrupting the sniffing. I mean, it's just it's all of it. And then that doesn't even take into account all of his ridiculous things that he said it's just one thing after another i've got a long bank of audio uh lined up here um and and it just one thing is worse than the next i mean because by the end and and here's the other thing about his health this is uh, this is why i think he got especially cranky toward the end when they were talking about hillary's quote-unquote presidential look that she doesn't have a presidential look they were talking about his temperament things like that the birther thing I think he was getting cranky because I don't think he can stand up there for two hours. I think you're right. I don't think I think that for all of his uh, his crap about you know his stamina, I don't think he has it. I don't think. Well, well, look, everybody knows that there's knows this one fact about Trump. Yeah, which is that when Trump has a has. First of all, he has, he has a tiny attention span to begin with, right. but he has an absolutely infinitesimal attention span when it's something he doesn't feel like talking about. That's exactly and 99 right. times out of 100, the, the thing that he doesn't feel like talking about is anything other than himself. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that I always go back to to just one of the weirdest po- things I've, I've ever seen in politics, which was his introduction of Mike Pence on the ticket, yep. where he basically talked about himself for however long and he wouldn't shut the hell up, you know, went off on one tangent after <laughs> right. another about how great he is, then talked like basically read Mike Pence's Wikipedia page and, and just practically fell asleep while doing it. And then just said, here's Mike Pence and walked off stage. Yeah. Because if it's not about him, he cannot handle it. One of my favorite doesn't like it. I mean, along those same lines, one of my favorite things in the debate last night, and this goes directly to the split screen, was watching Hillary Clinton's face while he was talking. Yeah. She did such a great job um, of projecting back to us what we were all doing and and what we were feeling while Trump was speaking. She was sort of she would do like, uh, you know, she was grinning a lot and looking, you know, like, what the hell is he talking about? I mean, it's it's, that was very indicative of of what we were all doing. But at the same time, I think the grin was also 
a part of the fact that I think she knew she had him in in her web. I mean, she had him cornered because every right. time she would go after him, and this was the brilliant part of her debate strategy, every time she went after him on something, he doubled down on it. And this is what we were predicting. This is exactly what we were saying was going to happen, that if she attacked him based on the terrible things that he said, instead of you know uh, uh, turning it back on her or... Um, coming up with some airtight defense of that, he just doubles down on it and he keeps going at it. And he keeps, right. and, and instead of attacking her, he just tries to explain himself over and over again using just words, 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 words. He kept going and going. At one point, he's talking about the cyber again. He was mentioning the, the cyber. cyber. God, I love it. And, and it, just, it, is, it is funny how absolutely inarticulate he is. I know. He is completely inarticulate. At one point, he's like, the cyber is really a bad thing. It's, uh, I mean, there are all these countries. Could be China. Could be a 400-pound man sitting in his bedroom. We don't know. We don't know who did the cyber. But we do know, hell, look, my, my son is great with computers. My, my 12-year-old son, great with computers, really good, blows you away. But let's talk about the cyber. All right, the cyber. It's like, what the hell are you yeah. Why are you injecting your son into a discussion about hacking? Because, because again, it's about him. Cocaine. Because it, well, the co- cocaine. The, the cocaine. Right, that's what it is. Right. It's, definitely, it's definitely blow. It's um, blo- definitely blow. Wrong. Yeah, no, but it in, is. But in all honesty, that's, you know, that's, again, that's how he keeps himself interested in the conversation, mm-hmm. by yeah. turning it to you know, him by turning it to, and by the way, you know what, there's something from the evil genius perspective, I got to give a hell of a lot of credit to Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. You know, she really has reined him in, which is terrible, which is a terrifying thought. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know what, she has kind of apparently beat him with a stick. Well, and also he doesn't go too far off the res anymore. I mean, nothing she has said or done (laughs) has <laughs> sort of seeped into his brain. It's certainly not based yeah. on last night because, she, I mean, Kellyanne Conway is just a master of spin. I've never seen anyone quite as good at spin as as uh, Kellyanne Conway, and he is terrible at it. I mean, he there was no way he uh, was learning anything from her uh, behind the scenes. He was just, right. last night was Trump. That was pre-convention Trump. That was Republican primary Trump. And I'm just wondering for the second debate and the third debate. I mean, the third debate's going to be easy for him because Chris Wallace is the anchor. And Chris Wallace right. is going to be under significant pressure from conservatives and, and Trump supporters to, uh, to, to deliver softballs to Donald Trump. So that's going to be right. an easy one for him. But what is Trump going to do in the second debate? I think Trump is going to do more of this. I think Trump is verifying to himself right now. He was up at two o'clock in the morning last night after the debate, tweeting all of the snap polls, all of the uh, online polls, which, as you know, online polls are just c- completely bogus. Wrong. Right. No, they are bogus. They totally. Because <laughs> yeah, what that's happens? It, is- that's it exactly. He was he was doing the he was posting the um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the like the the the, 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 the Lou Dobbs polls that we always joke about. Exactly. Like do you, the, think all Mexicans, <laughs> do you think all Mexicans should be rounded up and shot? Long right. on right now. And, and by the end of the show, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of you say that all Mexicans should be shot. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. I'm Lou Dobbs. I mean, like, like, it's, uh, the, early this morning, he, he tweeted the number one trend on Twitter right now is Trump one. Thank you. Or I should say hashtag Trump one. Thank yeah. you. He said, I won every poll from last night's presidential debate, except for the little watched CNN poll. The little watched, the little watched CNN poll. He's got to throw that What a f***ing dick. Wrong. He's totally, he is such a dick. I mean, and that's what I hope 
people took away. That's what I hope that swing voters and especially women voters took away from last night's debate, that Trump is just a phenomenal He has no business being on that stage. No business whatsoever. I mean, he. I hope so. I hope people. I hope people saw that, but I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, again, you know, look, what what's worse, what Trump was doing last night, or Al Gore walking over to George W. Bush and saying Dingle Norwood, you know, the things that disqualified other candidates. Trump did that once every thirty seconds last night, yeah. and I'm being generous by saying that. So let's get into uh, some of the audio clips here. We're gonna we start out with. Uh, with the Iraq exchange. Now, this is Hillary Clinton just directly accusing Trump of supporting the Iraq war, where instead of saying, well, you know what? You know what, uh, Crooked Hillary? You voted for it. Instead of saying that, Trump basically st- just interjected wrong over and over again. Turned up and turning up the volume and really working hard. Donald supported the invasion of Iraq. Wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Proved over and over again. Wrong. He actually advocated for the actions we took in Libya and urged that uh, Gaddafi. So instead of just saying wrong once, he's got to lean way into the microphone. Of course he does. And go, wrong, wrong, right? Wrong. God, he's so full of. And that was indicative of what he was doing the entire night. And when he wasn't doing that, and we were saying because of the split screen, he was just like smirking and doing. Remember all those phases in the very first Republican debate that he did? Oh, I where, remember very well. Yeah, where people we've now screen grabbed it, and just about every Trump post on, on the internet right now has that uh, series of images of Trump making those silly faces while other people are talking about him. And he was doing that. Uh, it was just it, it was screaming. He was screaming at Lester Holt. You know, I tweeted at one point. I said, it's it's got to be working out really well for Trump to be screaming at the first uh, female nominee for president and in the African-American moderator, for that matter. Right. <laughs> How's that going to work out for Trump? Not good. Not good at all. Um, I think where Lester Holt really gets the award for great moderator was toward the end when he brought up the birther issue. Which yeah. there's no way Trump is going to weasel out of of the birther thing, and in fact, like we said, instead of really defend, I mean, instead of really countering by by dodging and attacking Hillary, maybe something that's racially oriented, Trump instead just went into this elaborate and ridiculous word salad defense of the right. birther thing involving Sidney Blumenthal. Uh, we're going to get to that clip after a short break. And uh, we'll be back right after these words. Okay, you want to know the best way to support the show? The best way to support the Bob and Chez show is to go shopping at Amazon.com using our Amazon link. Here's how you do it. Go to BobSeska.com and click the Amazon link in all caps just beneath the logo on the main page. The link takes you to the main page of Amazon.com as usual. You go shopping. We get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra, and it helps support the show. And if you run a small business and source your materials from Amazon, make sure to use the link for all your purchases. And don't forget to bookmark it. Thanks so much for supporting the show and our Amazon link. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to the show today. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> this is great. Now, if Trump was really awesome, he would start using this as his campaign out music after his rallies. 
Instead of what, what the hell is that other song he plays? It's just terrible. He, oh, he plays the Rolling Stones. He plays. Song. You can't always get. You can't want, always get me one. hilarious. But if he played this, okay. that would be so much better. That'd be so much cooler. I, I'd actually have a little bit of respect for Trump if he did that. Wrong. No, maybe not. All right. Continuing <laughs> on here. Uh, here's the uh, exchange on uh, the the whole birth certificate thing. Five years, you perpetuated a false claim that the nation's first black president was not a natural born citizen. You questioned his legitimacy. In the last couple of weeks, you acknowledge what most Americans have accepted for years. The president was born in the United States. Can you tell us what took you? I'll, I'll tell you very well, just very simple to say. Uh, <laughs> Sidney Blumenthal works for the campaign and close, very close friend of Secretary Clinton and uh, her campaign manager, Patty Doyle, went to that's the other thing he did last night. Whenever he'd come up with some sort of proper name that he's rarely he, said. He, he name dropped. He, he name dropped to prove that he has that because that's a really easy way to prove he knows what the f*** he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, in his mind. Sidney Blumenthal, uh, pa- Patty Doyle, and then he would yeah, go. It's, who did go, that? Um, who did that? Was it Bush? Who did that once? I can't remember. Was it Palin? Somebody did that where they where they basically just rattled off a series of names when <laughs> when you got them in public because that was like just to prove that like yeah. hey look I studied. Then he'd go McClatchy. Yeah. What about McClatchy? You read McClatchy. And then at one point he was talking about Sean Hannity. He was like, talk to Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity said, I never I never supported the Iraq War. Oh well, there's somebody we can trust. Just we Sean had a debate. Hannity. <laughs> this whole thing about the Iraq war we, behind the scenes we had this debate and I, I was against the war he was for the war and so we yelled at each other and it happened you can call him call him right now dial this number dial uh, 1-800-555-1289 okay and then his phone rings and he takes out his phone and he goes hello this is uh, Sean Hannity talking uh, Donald Trump never supported the Iraq war bye click Right. <laughs> so he just pretends to be Sean Hannity. The campaign, her campaign against President Obama, fought very hard, and you can go look it up, and you can check look it out. It and if you look at CNN this past yes. week, <laughs> Patty Solis Doyle was on Wolf Blitzer, saying that this happened. Uh, Blumenthal sent McClatchy, highly respected oh reporter. Ma- McClatchy. This is this is straight from the Alex Jones show. You really want to know? This is like Alex Jones territory. He would be basically he's he's repeating Alex Jones's uh, part of the the birther conspiracy. This whole thing with Patty Solis Doyle and McClatchy at McClatchy to Kenya to find out about it. They were pressing it very hard. She failed to get the birth certificate. When I got involved, I didn't fail. I got him to give what a bunch of garbage. What a bunch of crap. I mean, this is so revisionist. None of this makes any sense. None of, of this actually happened. Yep. I mean, during the campaign, Barack Obama, I think once it got to around, I don't know, I don't remember if it was the primaries or if it was the general election. I think it was during the primaries in which Barack Obama actually released the, remember, it was the certificate of live birth. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and and that was the thing. And they went, where's, where's the long form? Where's the long form birth certificate? And so uh, that wasn't until 2011. But before that, they released the certificate of live birth, which people insisted wasn't the actual birth certificate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is all went on. And no, Patty Solis Doyle didn't go to Kenya looking for the birth certificate. That's unbelievable amounts of bullshit. 
right there. Of course it is. It's just, it's complete nonsense. Yep. Satisfied with it. And I'll tell you why I'm satisfied with it. That was because I want to get on to defeating ISIS. Because I want to get on <laughs> to creating jobs. Because I want to get on to having a strong border. Because I want to get on to things that are very important to me and that are very important to the country. I, I'll let you respond. It's important. But I just want to get the answer here. The birth certificate was produced in 2011. You continued to tell the story and question the president's legitimacy in 2012, 13, 14, 15, yeah. as recently as January. So the question is, what changed your well, mind? No, that was awesome. Right yeah, there. That, that, yeah, was, that was good. That was maybe Lester Holt's finest moment, because that's actually true, where Donald Trump did say during his press conference last week, I think it was last week, in which he laid the birther, birther thing to rest. Maybe it was the week before. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But uh, but but he did say in 2011, I ended it, but he right. didn't end it. He didn't. End it. He kept. So. Yeah, he kept talking about it, kept tweeting about it. And I'm so glad that Lester Holt brought that up because that's true. We are finding tweets that go back to 2013, 2014, which he's still playing with the birther crap. So he lied and he was caught in a lie. And of course, now he's got to dig his hole even deeper. But he was pressing it. Nobody was caring much about it. I figured you'd ask the question tonight, of course, but nobody was caring much about it. Uh, but I was the one that got him to produce uh, the birth certificate, and I think I did a good job. Uh, Secretary no, Clinton. you're a piece of sh for ever questioning it to begin with. That's exactly right. That's exactly racist right. Racist prick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a racist conspiracy theory. And you know what was driving me nuts last night is obviously the post-debate analysis. I flipped over to CNN, and they've got this roundtable of like 100 people. It's like David Axelrod is there. Uh, Jeffrey Lord is there. Van Jones is there. It's anchored by uh, Anderson Cooper. It's just right. like 20 people sitting around the roundtable. And they're all screaming about the finer points and the details about the birther conspiracy theory rather than just saying he he doubled down and confirmed his participation in a racist conspiracy theory that hasn't ended it did never ended in 2011 that right. kept going into 2014 and in one case uh, all the way up until january of this past year january of 2016 Yep, yep. <laughs> he kept 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 going and going and going. Instead of saying that, it's just like, well, when did this happen? And they brought in Patty Solis Doyle, and Patty Solis Doyle, of course, denied everything that he was saying about her. You know, but it's again, it's like we're playing on Trump's terms, and we can't play on Trump's terms. We're we're losing the forest for the trees, and the forest says this guy is a maniac. He's temperamentally unfit to be president of the United States. Right. And that's what needs to be said. That's what needs to be reinforced. It's not like, okay, Trump said this, and that therefore that makes him a liar. No, Trump said this, and that makes him a, a racist maniac. You know, <laughs> to me, yeah. that's what needs to be said. The bigger picture. Why yeah. this is wrong. I mean, it's not presidential in the slightest. And the irony is, is that he's accusing Hillary Clinton of not being. We'll get to that clip in just a few minutes. Sidney Blumenthal <laughs> sent a reporter. Uh, you just have to take a look at CNN the last week, the interview with your former campaign manager, and she was involved. But just like she can't bring back jobs, she can't produce. I I'm sorry, I'm just going to follow up, and I will let you respond to that because if there's a lot there, but we're talking about racial healing in this segment. <laughs> what do you say to Americans? Well, it was very, I say nothing. I say nothing because I was able to get him to produce it. He should have produced it a long time before. I say nothing. But let me just tell you, when you talk about healing, I think that I've developed very, very good relationships over the last <laughs> little while with 
<laughs> over the last little Every, while. Everything with him is so vague. It's so wonderfully vague. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the term? Weasel words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything is so vague. Trump is a Trump is the is the human embodiment of weasel words. Over the last three weeks, when I finally met some black people, that my my relations with those black people never been better. Believe me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, once Kellyanne Conway said, "Yeah, you got to meet with some black people." Like, right. Okay, I'll meet with some black people. I'll meet with the blacks. Let's go. Let's find some blacks. <laughs> let's go and find some blacks. And that's what he does. So, therefore, I've had good relations in the past little while <laughs> with, well, the just, with the blacks. It's kind of accurate. <laughs> it actually is very accurate. The last little while, like five minutes ago, I met the. I, met, I just made yep. a new black friend. That's right. Out in the lobby. Out in the lobby. <laughs> That wouldn't surprise me because he was all about what's happening behind the scenes. One point he was attacking Hillary. Well, we'll get to the temperament thing, too, because he, go, he went after Hillary Clinton for something that happened behind the scenes that no one can verify except for Trump. Of course. Of course. And that's that's another thing that Trump does. He tells personal stories that really can't be double checked. <laughs> right. Right. Well, here's a little bit more of the uh, the birther segment. The African-American community. I think you can see that. And. I feel that they really wanted me to come to that conclusion, and I think I did a great job and a great service, not only for the country, but even for the president, in getting him to produce his birth certificate. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> well, just listen to what you heard. <laughs> and yes, that, I mean, that was, done. again, great response. Just listen to what you heard. And, and of course, that is that is talking directly to us. That's not talking to Lester or Holt. That is talking to us. Like, yeah, right. What the hell was that? Because even after saying, even after saying, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about jobs. You know, and then he goes back and says, I did the country a great service by getting the president to release his birth certificate. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. I thought you didn't want to talk about it, Donald. He can't such an asshole. help such himself. An asshole. Clearly, as Donald just admitted, he knew he was going to stand on this debate stage and Lester Holt was going to be asking us questions. So he tried to put the whole racist birther lie to bed. And that was a first, too. That's the first time a presidential candidate has been accused of being a racist during a general election debate. Right. Yep, imagine right that. Right there. Yeah. And appropriately enough. But it can't be dismissed that easily. He has really started his political activity based on this racist lie that our first black president was not an American citizen. There was absolutely no evidence for it, but he persisted. He persisted year after year because some of his supporters, people that he was trying to bring into his fold, apparently believed it or wanted to believe it. So what happened with the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2008? There was one staffer. And again, I was writing my book about this topic while it was happening. And um, so I was following along with this. And, and the, the thing that happened was there was one staffer, and it wasn't even a high-level staffer, who forwarded that who is Barack Obama email, that, that, uh, that viral email that was going around. And it was actually, it's, it had been going around since 2004. And uh, someone forwarded, Patty Solis Doyle fired that person and then called David Pluff and apologized to the Obama campaign for having that staffer do what they did. So that was right. the extent of it. And then Hillary Clinton was asked about it. Uh, I think it was for 60 Minutes. And she said, I, you know, I mean, I, I believe what he says. I mean, he's not a Muslim as far as I know. 
And as far as I know, that was a little bit of a weasel thing, yes. But the the idea that she started all of that is bullshit. That is a complete lie. The Bertha thing was started long before. Wrong. You know, yeah, and we've, we've talked about that at length. And and certainly Donald Trump has been playing that card for, for the last eight years and just only now denying it because he's decided to go make friends with some black people. Yep. <laughs> All right. Here is uh, just a brief clip. This is Hillary Clinton talking about her preparation for the debate. Where, you know, this was the post-debate spin, by the way, where they were all talking, Chris Christie specifically, some other members of the uh, the Trump uh, campaign and his surrogates were saying that uh, Hillary Clinton sounded really rehearsed. She sounded so rehearsed. Yeah, you know what? She was prepared to answer the questions. Isn't that something you want in a president? Yeah, Someone who's exactly. prepared, right? To do exactly no exactly it's and it's and it's you know i mean she does have a problem with being a bit wooden yeah uh, well but, yeah i mean sorry yeah, she's I'm not sorry, meryl streep you know I, she's not gonna... i've said it before and i will say it over and over again i am not looking for a president of the united states to dazzle me with bullshit yeah i want somebody who is steady who is prepared who is experienced exactly somebody who has a, an even temperament and a hell of a hell of a powerful brain yep and clinton is all those things yeah. period yeah and and she actually went through the process of preparing to do this job yeah and yeah. trump did not trump right. just simply yelled and relied on his old crutches and bromides the right. whole way because, through because he's lazy he yeah. is lazy yep. and i think that in addition to all the other horrible things about him, that is something that I think is is hugely troubling, is yep. that he's just, he's f***ing lazy. Yeah, I mean, not only is he inexperienced, but he doesn't have the motivation to actually gain any sort of experience or exactly. knowledge. Wrong. Exactly. Uh, what a, a layabout crazy person. Here is uh, here's Hillary Clinton talking about how she's prepared. That I think Donald just criticized me for preparing for this debate. And yes, I did. <laughs> and you know what else I prepared for? I prepared to be president. And I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Mr. Trump for five years. Yeah, and he did. Obviously, the subtext here is he did not. He is not right, prepared in any way, shape, or form. He's not prepared tonight for the debate. He's not prepared to be president. Right. <laughs> this is brilliant. Yeah. All right, another break. Back with more debate recap right after these words. Okay, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Bob and Chez show at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's 12 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Bob and Chez. And sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only shows like our post-mortem wrap-up show, the Not Safe for Work after-party show, and commercial-free, unbleeped versions of the free Tuesday and Thursday shows. Most of all, you'll be supporting a totally independent podcast not affiliated with corporate media. And if we reach our $7,500 per month goal, we'll bring you new shows five days a week, Mondays through Fridays. That's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez or click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. Let's do this thing. Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Wrong. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes.
Oh, hi. Yeah, uh, the second half of today's show is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Click the Amazon banner on the podcast page and sign up for a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime. Get free two-day shipping, enjoy popular movies and TV episodes, plus unlimited music streaming, free unlimited photo storage, and 30-minute early access to select Amazon Lightning deals. Go and do it, and thank you for supporting the Amazon link. Okay, so uh, moving along here. Um, Okay, let's talk about uh, the tax returns. This is another <laughs> high point for uh, Hillary Clinton. It's going to do no good whatsoever. And and, uh, that's, I think that's the thing that, that bug, bugs the hell out of me. Yeah. No matter what anybody says or does, he's never going to release them. And this is one of those one of those times when I'm like, hey, hackers, do yeah. some good. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I mean, the whole thing with the tax return, this is why people get the tax returns out there early. That's why most traditional presidential candidates do it early on to get it out of the way because it's a lose-lose. It's lose if you don't and lose if you do because if with Don, someone like Donald Trump who we learned last night and he verified it last night that he hasn't paid federal income taxes that's that's how many loopholes he's exploding exploiting with his tax returns that's why he's hiding his tax returns and uh you know if, as soon as those tax returns were to get released it would be a three-week four-week feeding frenzy the, that's one of the reasons yeah. why he's hiding his tax there are several yeah there are several which which I think the most important of which is that he's not as rich as he says he is. Oh, yeah. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Yep. Did you ever read, um, uh, I can't remember what uh, what outlet uh, published the article on the Donald Trump. It was recent on, on the Donald Trump roast on Comedy Central behind the scenes. Yeah. And Anthony Jeselnik said that the one topic that was off limits was how much money he actually has. <laughs> they were not allowed to joke about yeah. him not being as wealthy as he says he is. That's right. <laughs> Because he's such, he's so thin-skinned. He just needs right. everything. Is about projecting this image of strength and power, and it's all, but it's also bogus. It's all. It's like this twisted other universe of strength and power. It's like where like a gold bathroom is something that we should all envy. Like, oh my God, he's got this gold bath, a gold, to- a gold-plated toilet, really. And then we're all supposed to go. I can't wait till one day I'm just as great as Trump, so I can have a gold-plated toilet. I mean, that's his whole thing. And with these tax returns, Hillary Clinton, again, nailed it. This was Hillary Clinton at her very best last night on the tax return issue. And right. the way he interjects in here is just, I mean, he may as well have just stripped off all of his clothes and started off right there on stage because that's how foolish he ended up looking. Here's, uh, here's the segment on tax returns. I think you've just seen another example of bait and switch here. Um, for 40 years, everyone running for president has released their tax returns. You can go and see nearly, I think, 39, 40 years of our tax returns, but everyone has done it. We know the IRS has made clear there is no prohibition on releasing it when yep. you're under audit. So you've got to ask yourself, why won't he release his tax returns? And I think there may be a couple of reasons. First, maybe he's not as rich as he says he is. Yep. Second, Maybe he's not as charitable as he claims to be. Yep. Third, we don't know all of his business dealings, but we have been told through investigative reporting that he owes about $650 million to Wall Street and foreign banks. Now, you have to imagine the split screen on this. Donald right. Trump mm-hmm. just smirking and looking shocked. And then he does this thing. And I noticed this last night. Donald Trump doesn't turn his head. When someone's talking to him from his left, he doesn't he'll like turn his head like where his neck actually moves and his neck vertebrae actually, yeah. you know, and, and he doesn't do that. What he does is he tilts his head to the side 
You know, like a dog who hears a weird sound and then right. glances over with the side eye. That's yeah. what Donald Trump does. So it was a lot of that, too. Right. And Hillary Clinton is just nailing him here. And then he, then he just can't help himself. He's got to blurt out something that's so damning. <laughs> or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, mm -hmm. to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes. Because the only years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if me he's smart. paid zero, it's that means- right there. That makes yep. me smart. That makes me smart. I didn't pay federal income taxes. That makes me smart. Mm-hmm, yep. That makes me, I mean, on, I, I, I've said this a million times during this show, but everything that he said was, I was going unbelievable. I, yep. How could, I mean, has he not, heard from anybody has he not heard himself has kellyanne conway or steve bannon or roger ailes not said to him you know what D don't interject <laughs> don't interrupt right. and don't continue to hang yourself if hillary clinton is hanging you divert yeah, yeah. to something else reject the premise of the question anything just don't confirm what she's saying because you're so ensconced in your own bull that you have to defend yourself at every turn and make matters and worse. And that's the thing that she needed to do, and, and yeah. everyone knew that going yeah. into it. You yeah. know, they, she needed to uh, she needed to draw him out and make him say stupid things. That's right. And it's a really easy thing to do, no matter how much you know, no matter how much uh, Kellyanne Conway has beaten Donald Trump with a stick, he is always himself, mm -hmm. and he has so many weaknesses in terms of getting him to blurt out stupid crap. Yeah, and he he lapsed right into it. I mean, he mm -hmm. stepped oh, yeah. right into it last night. And I just, you know, what was really revealing is uh, MSNBC had Hugh Hewitt on after the show, uh, or after the debate, and yeah. Hugh Hewitt wouldn't say that uh, Donald Trump won the debate. The best he could do would say, you know what, the needles aren't going to move any at all tomorrow. No needles moving tomorrow. It's like there's gonna be, the polls are just going to be the same after the debate, which is not going to play out. Obviously, I think there's going to be at least a, a two-point shift for Hillary Clinton. I, Trump's going to go down. Hillary's going to go up. And that's a fact. I'd love for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and already we're seeing hints of that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is... <laughs> that they really none of the conservatives could make a full none of the Trump supporters could make a good case for why Trump won the debate. They just couldn't. I mean, even Trump later was talking about how his mic was defective. Oh, my God. Of course. I mean, Jesus, what a piece of <laughs> really. This is something that the American people deserve to see. And I have no reason to believe that uh, he's ever going to release his tax returns because there's something he's hiding. Yeah, and absolutely. we'll guess. We'll keep guessing at what it might be that he's hiding. Uh, but I think. See, this is where being an experienced politician actually helps you run for president. Right. And and the, the experience comes in. Uh, with the tax return release situation where if Donald Trump during the primaries had just done it, just dumped them out there, this would all be over by now. Yep. Hillary Clinton yep. wouldn't have anything to talk about. I mean, maybe she could say, well, you know, Donald Trump didn't pay any taxes. So there, there would be that. Maybe they could return to that. But it will have already been litigated in the press and not that big a deal because every everyone had been over and over and over. Now it's still a fresh issue because he still continues not to do it. But it, but it doesn't. I mean, but that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's not enough to bring him down. Yeah. And no, that's the problem. It, not. You know, nothing else has brought him down. So I don't think this is enough. Yeah. Well, here's, uh, to me, this was maybe, th th these next two segments, I would say, were probably the low points in, uh, in the debate for Trump. 
this is where the, the audience actually laughed at Trump mm. when he said the completely laughable words, I have a much better temperament than Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, un, this is just the, the craziest thing. Uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with this clip right after these words. Life stressing you out? Just not enough hours in the day? Finding yourself running ragged with little hope of just a little you time? Well, friend, fret no more. If you've got time for the shower, you've got time to get your zen on with I Can't Believe It's Not Buddha Soap on a Rope by Bubble Genius. You'll find the path to nirvana with this happy sudsy Buddha, rendered in gentle green tea-scented vegetable glycerin soap. And it's on a rope, so this guy can hang around your shower and bring you enlightenment each and every day. So let your troubles wash away and enjoy the peace of the here and now with I Can't Believe It's Not Buddha Soap on a Rope, only from Bubble Genius, bringing some ohm to the bathroom. BubbleGenius.com The Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. You know, I have zero faith in the uh, in the judgment of swing voters. I I hope they were watching you the same debate. Have zero faith in the judgment of American voters. Period. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's the the swing voters in particular. I just the, I, the swing voter thing to me is is just baffling. Yeah. I don't. How do you I not? Know. Have you not made up a, made up your mind at this <laughs> really? point? Yeah. I mean, you had to have. I mean, how can you not? How can you not decide between these two candidates? First of all, this election has been going on for I don't know ten years now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, in terms, I was still in high school when this started. <laughs> I know, and and it's more than enough time to make up your goddamn mind about which candidate you're going to vote for. And we we kind of knew it was going to be Hillary and Trump going all the way back to maybe March. I think that's basically at that point, it was pretty clear in the polls yep. that it was going to be those two. And if you haven't decided by now, I, I, you know, again, I hope they were seeing the same debate I saw last night, because if they did, then that's it for Trump. It's over. The, the election's over. Wrong. And, and he, there's no way he's it's not capable. He's not capable of shifting tone to improve himself. You know, I remember the 2012 election and we were doing the show uh, at the time and the 2012, the, that first debate where Barack Obama was just out to lunch because, you know, he was, it was sort of Barack Obama really wasn't prepared for the debate. And, and of course, Mitt Romney was lying with impunity throughout the entire thing. And that was catching uh, Barack Obama off guard, obviously. And so um, it wasn't that good, but we knew that Barack Obama was capable of, of turning in a much better performance, and that's what he did. The second debate, he totally brung it, and, and he did the same for the third debate. And so he uh, he dug himself out of that hole. Trump doesn't have that card to play. Trump doesn't have an improved version of Trump. You know, he's just going to oh, keep no, getting no, baited. He's, he's, he's always Trump. That's, yeah. that's all he is capable of being. That's right. He's just he's so easily baited. And I think Hillary Clinton knows that it's, it's obvious that Hillary Clinton knows that we saw it last night. And, and she just she, she toyed with him like a, a cat playing with a, a mouse, right. just batting him around. And every time he came back for more, just stepping right into the propeller blade. It was amazing to watch. Mm -hmm. And here's one of the occasions. This is Trump <laughs> say, admitting to something 
that is com- not only incorrect but hilarious on its face. This is the, the uh, discussion about Trump's temperament. Reference was to what you had said in 2002, and my question was: no, no, Why is you your judgment? Why is your judgment any different than Mrs. Clinton? Well, I has? have much better judgment than she does. There's no question about that. I also have a much better temperament than she has. You know, I have a much better. She spent. <laughs> let me yeah. tell you, she spent. There's just no, uh, you know, no, no. After he spent, you know, the, the previous hour and 20 minutes yelling and sniffing and smirking and squirming and, you know, just yeah. all crumpled up. You know what it looked like? You know, and this, you didn't see this in the split screen, but uh, some of the other networks were, were showing wide shots of, you know, basically a two shot of, of both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. He was leaning so heavily on his podium, it looked like he was humping the thing. And I'm not exaggerating that. His ass was sticking out and he had his whole upper body all over the top of that podium. Yeah. And he's I'm just he's a, he's a grotesque creature. He, I mean that. He really is. And I and again, I'm 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 going back to the health thing. I mean, if there was such <clears throat> storm and drag over Hillary Clinton's pneumonia, right. where is all the discussion today about Donald Trump's whatever, his illness, yeah. his uh, sub, I don't know, substance abuse? I think there needs to be questions about that too. Mm. Why could he not stand up straight during that debate? Yeah. Does he have back issues? Yeah, the, the, is there something exactly. wrong? He's an he's an old man. Yeah, and and he's <laughs> in his Just second because year. he has that ridiculous fucking comb over. Right, you know that Rube Goldberg device on his head. <laughs> You're right, the Escher painting on his head. Yeah. I don't know how he gets his hair to do that. I mean, I've kind of determined that there actually is hair under there, but it's probably from hair plugs and not his actual hair. And then he's got that nine foot comb over swoosh thing. Yeah. I was just looking at it up close on TV last night. Man, that's some <laughs> that's like the Rubik's cube of hair. Unbelievable. All right, here's a uh, here's more of this uh, temperament discussion. Hundreds of millions of dollars on an advertising, you know, they get Madison Avenue into a room, they put in oh, temperament. Let's go after. I think my strongest asset maybe by far is my temperament. I have a winning <laughs> temperament. I know how to win. She does not have Secretary how to win. Clinton. Wait. The AFL CIO. <laughs> It's just, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand that he has... He has a winning temperament, a w- whatever the f*** that means. He's got the most obnoxious, childish temperament of any candidate to have run for president ever. And I'm talking about major party candidates. Yeah. His temperament is... I mean, we, we don't even need to say it. He's just... He's, just, he's an imbecile, and he's a, a petulant baby. There were several times in the debate last night. It just like it was a bully's lament. It was like when he was talking about. Uh, was he talking, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. That's the stamina question. He's talking about uh, how Hillary Clinton is always, uh, or Hillary Clinton doesn't have a presidential look and she doesn't have the stamina. And then uh, then he's explaining why he's gone down that road. And it's be- and he explained it was because uh, she was running ads in which she was saying mean things about things he said about women. Right. So it was like this twisty, ridiculous thing, almost like his hair. It was like the reason he was saying Hillary Clinton doesn't have a presidential look is because Hillary Clinton was running commercials where she was playing clips of him being uh, obnoxious and misogynistic to women. Yep. So his response is to be more misogynistic to women. That's his logic. That is Trump's logic. Wrong. I mean, I can only imagine if he's elected president and he goes around maybe on some sort of goodwill tour to other uh, world leaders and he's meeting, having summit meetings with uh, uh, Western leaders and sitting down in, in private discussions with them. They're going to be coming out of those meetings going, what the f*** 
was that. Because if Donald Trump is anything like he was in that debate last night in a private meeting with, uh, I don't know, <laughs> prime ministers and other uh, presidents and other yeah. uh, members of parliament and things like that, they're just going to say, uh, we, we don't know what to say to you. <laughs> you, people, you people are on your own. <laughs> and by the way, you're, you're kind of screwed. You know, like Angela Merkel is going to say in Germany, you, you, you know what? America's screwed. You, you, people are, you, you people deserve this guy. Completely. <laughs> the other day, behind the blue screen, oh, here it is. I don't know who you were talking to, Secretary Clinton, but you were totally out of control. I said, there's a person there. with a temperament that's got a problem. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> that is just astonishing. Wow. I saw, I made up this thing in my head just now about Hillary Clinton behind a blue screen. And she, oh my God, the temperament, the yelling. She doesn't have the temperament. Exactly. She doesn't. She doesn't. I have a great temperament. I have a great one. It's great. It's great. It's just, it's just amazing. <laughs> it really is. I keep God saying damn. the word unbelievable, and it is unbelievable that Yeah, I mean, when just, I was, I was sitting at a bar. <laughs> Yes. When uh, when it, it when it started, I um you know I, I worked from home yesterday and worked most of the day and then finally at the end of the day like you know yeah. Taryn and I are like oh, you know what, let's go get a drink mm-hmm. and and the the interesting thing was you know it's a bar it's a bar it's the dark room on Melrose yeah and they they actually turned the sound up like at a at a bar they're watching the debate yeah and I'm sitting here with like these people and we're all looking at the TV and Donald Trump walks out and I'm, I'm just, I can't fathom it. I can, how did we get here? How did we get, what is Donald Trump yeah. doing on stage attempting, basically engaging in a presidential debate? Yeah. I mean, f- us seriously. The fact that Donald Trump has gotten this far to, to that point where he was on the debate stage with Hillary Clinton debating and competing to be president of the United States. There is no justification whatsoever. There is no reason whatsoever. I mean, I'm talking about rational, logical reasons to, to have supported this lunatic, this fucking clown sideshow for president of the United States to get to this point. We are, there is something seriously damaged about the United States of America right now. And I'm talking, I'm not going to blame the media. I'm not going to blame the politicians. I'm going to blame the stupid fucking people. It's like George Carlin said, garbage in, garbage out. Stupid, ignorant voters give us stupid, ignorant politicians. It is the fault of voters. It is the fault of 45% of the American electorate right now. The American likely voters who are supporting Donald Trump. Because I don't know. You know, I, I, I wrote for the, the Banter magazine the other day and turned it into a, a Twitter rant on Sunday. This is the fuck you election. This is an election in which 45% of American voters are just voting based on fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and your black president. You know, I'm going to vote for this other guy who's the polar opposite, who's the bizarro Obama. This guy with the ridiculous comb over who has no business being president. Why? Because fuck you. That's the whole point. We're almost, you know what, we're almost out of time with a free show. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to uh, reserve this one last segment. And this is the segment in which Lester Holt brilliantly asked Trump right. about what he said about Hillary Clinton not having a presidential look. <laughs> we're going to get to that during the postmortem show. Okay, here's what you got to do. If you want to hear our discussion about that part of the debate, you got to go to uh, patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. Wrong. Sign up at the $5 level. That means you'll get uh, two post-mortem shows per week. What we do, if you're just joining us, what we do is we uh, we finish up this theme song here, this music, and once that music stops, then we just keep talking. 
talk for another 10, 15 minutes, add additional show to the show that already exists. And, uh, and we offer that additional show, that bonus content for our $5 subscribers at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Bob and Chess. So go and sign up. Uh, just some other things real quick. I mean, I shouldn't be reserving this as an afterthought during the theme song here, but one of the things that stuck out to me, and no one's talking about this today, at least no one that I'm aware of, Hillary Clinton had to apologize to several countries, <laughs> leaders of those countries, right. because of Donald Trump. She had to apologize for Trump last night during the debate. She Pretty said, much. She said, well, let me, let me start by saying words matter. Words matter when you run for president. And they really matter when you are president. And I want to reassure our allies in Japan and South Korea and elsewhere, because Trump was talking about not defending Japan and South Korea until they pay us. She said, I want to reassure our allies in Japan and South Korea and elsewhere that we have mutual defense treaties and we will honor them. That, I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing that Hillary Clinton had to tell uh, at least two other nations that we're going to honor the treaties that we have signed with them. We're going to honor our contracts with these nations. That we're not going to abandon them. Unless, of course, Trump becomes president, then it's all about what Trump wants to do. I don't want to talk to Japan. I don't want to talk to South Korea unless they pay us. Well, no, you're obligated because treaties and international law, things like that. All right, the postmortem show is coming up next. Stay with us. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bob and Chess. Bye, folks. Bye, kids. Wrong. Wrong.